Welcome to Broadway Radio's review recap for the Broadway premiere of The Little Prince. My name is Matt Tamanini. If you are listening to this in the Patreon feed, this is, as you probably know by now, a standalone episode. But if you are listening into the regular feed, welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, April 12th, 2022. As I mentioned, I am here to give you some of the reviews for The Little Prince, which opened on Broadway on Monday night. If you are unfamiliar with this story, it is opening at the Broadway Theater and is based on the 1943 children's novel of the same name. In the book and on stage, after an aviator descends from the sky to find himself in the middle of the desert, he meets The Little Prince, a young hero on an extraordinary journey. In the show, we join the little prince on his journey as he meets many fascinating characters who help him learn how to follow his heart. Despite this being the New York and then subsequently Broadway premiere of this Cirque du Soleil type of show, it has been a hit all over the world, including tour stops before coming to Broadway in Paris, Sydney, and Dubai. Every single person in this cast is making their Broadway debut. I won't call too many of them out by name, but I will note that Anthony Cesar plays the vain man, Chris Moran plays the narrator, and Lionel Zalakis plays the little prince. Unfortunately, we're going to have to keep these reviews pretty short because the review aggregator site Did They Like It collected 11 reviews and 10 of them are negative. There was only one positive review, so I don't feel like we necessarily need to beat a dead horse or a dead show at this point, Um, but I will give you some of the high and low lights from the collected reviews. Starting with Elizabeth Vincentelli of the New York Times, she said, quote, The Little Prince, a mega-selling classic of children's literature, first published in 1943, begins with a crash landing. Now, an adaptation of the beloved tale has made a similarly unfortunate entrance on Broadway. She continues, Despite the performers spending time suspended about the stage, the production remains stubbornly earthbound, until, that is, what turns out to be a somewhat perverse move. The single show-stopping scene in which Anthony Cesar flies over the audience happens after the curtain call, when there is no show to stop anymore. Adam Feldman of Time Out New York gave the show one out of five stars. That's pretty tough to do for Feldman, Um, but he wrote, quote, Pity the poor little prince. Having left his tiny asteroid planet to explore the galaxy, the wide-eyed wanderer has landed with a very loud splat on the stage of the Broadway theater. Greg Evans of Deadline was the lone positive review, writing, quote, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry's elegantly humble 1943 children's novella The Little Prince is transformed into a visually spectacular, dramatically overblown meld of dance, music, video, and, best of all, breathtaking aerial acrobatics and Antoine's international staging opening on Broadway tonight at the Broadway Theater. Everyone in the large cast, whether engaging in various dance styles, gymnastic tumbling, or soaring and twisting high above the stage, gets a moment to shine, with the slight, wild-haired Zalakis in the title role impressive throughout. Even when the production crosses into the overlong and bloated, Zalakis comes swinging by, demanding our attention yet again. All right, I think ending on a positive uh, review is a good place to stop for this one. I think you get the picture on the rest of them. If you would like to read more of the reviews or look at some of the ones that I mentioned more in depth, we will have links to the Did They Like It and Broadway World Roundup in the show notes. 
All right, that's all that I have for you. If you are listening on Patreon, have a wonderful Tuesday. And Grace Aki and I will be back on today on Broadway tomorrow. But if you are listening to the regular feed, I will send it over to Grace and Ashley for the rest of today on Broadway. Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, April 12th, 2022. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Hockey. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Apologies to everyone that may have been waiting for this episode to come out for just a moment because Ashley and I just spent <laughs> probably 15 minutes talking about everything everywhere I, all at once. I mean, and we don't have regrets. Yeah, I will. I mean, it will not affect when this episode is released, no. but we did take we were supposed to start recording about 530. It is 542. <laughs> so that should uh, let you in on that on that perfect movie. So yeah, I mean, again, a 24, you will be bankrupting me this year. And that's Fact, no different than any other year. <laughs> I am, <laughs> I am an a 24 bitch for sure. Yeah. And they're going to take my money forever. They're certainly going to take all my money on this movie, which, as I told Grace before we started recording, is maybe now in my top 10 favorite movies. So go give them your money. I looked at my, um, I used to nanny her and now she's just considered like a sister. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I brought her to the movie and I looked her dead in the heart and I said I am so sorry this might be my favorite movie and oh. I just turned to the screen <laughs> she was like oh, <laughs> oh I love it but oh, it was man. just uh, it's so magical but again everything everywhere all at once an A24 film just in came out on now. Friday it's, on, it's in theaters now so you have to go is my yeah. point yeah absolutely uh, but before we get into the news since Matt has already announced the reviews for Roundabout's birthday candles mm-hmm. um, we have to talk about this because opening night wasn't explosive for the right reasons so three yeah. Yeah. Manholes on West 43rd Street caught fire Sunday evening, causing a massive freakout and exodus at the American Airlines Theater on opening night. Again, you can see like photos of Deborah Messing posing with firefighters on the red carpet. It's actually kind of cute. It's very funny, <laughs> but also like horrifying because people are yeah. here, um, which is totally understandable. Again, like when you hear yeah, when you're in a theater, explosions exactly. in Times Square, in a theater, and especially in Times Square, because I mean, that is right off of 40, you know, no it's question. on 42nd but right off there, right in the middle. So yeah, that is incredibly tricky and tough. And, you know, we're all all on edge for all the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. at all times in this country. Anyway, to have that as your opening night is very, very scary. I'm glad it was just manholes, which freak me out anyway all the time, especially when they're like smoking in the middle of the streets. Uh, but yeah, glad glad everyone is okay because I don't think there were any injuries yeah. or anything related to this. Correct, but we just wanted to let you know because I, I had no idea this happened. Yeah, um, I didn't know around. until Monday morning. Yeah, yikes! Uh, but today Oy. we do have some big news for us Hades Town fans, which I'm sure all oh of you God. are as well. Um, it was announced yeah. that Andre De Shields will play his final performance in Hades Town Tony on May 29th. Winner, yeah. Andre De Shields. I mean, like yeah. you know, he originated the role of Hermes. Um, you know, winning a Tony Award, a Drama Desk Award, and at our Critics uh, Circle Award on Broadway. Mm. Again, show creator Annie Smith. Said, quote, it was the privilege of a lifetime to work with Andre, our original Broadway Hermes. What can I say? He blessed us all. He blessed the character, the show, and the community with the full force of his majestic self. Said Hey, you know, and and like again, this is, and I think we've talked about it before. His Broadway run in Hades Town coincided with his 50th anniversary 
as a professional performer. Yeah. Which began in 1969 with a production of Hair in Chicago. Still got amazing hair. Yeah, uh, of course. But, like, in addition to all this, the, the cast currently on Broadway is Joelle Blackman as Persephone, Reeve Carney as Orpheus, Eva Noblezada as Eurydice, both of those, you know, OBC, and Patrick Page as Hades as well. Um, but yeah. longtime tall man... Ensemble oh member God, himself, man. Timothy Hughes, departed the show this past weekend as well. So we didn't want that to get buried uh, because these yeah. are two um, staples of the show. I mean, he went on a couple times in, in principal roles as well, oh, but yeah. um, he was he was the the man. I think it's yeah, like man the, one, man two. That, everyone is like labeled differently. Man. A, a <laughs> the character man. descriptions, yeah. But um, we wish uh, Andre the most glorious send off. But I have two questions for Ashley. Sure. Okay. One, did you get a ticket like everyone else but me today? <laughs> no, unfortunately. So it's you and I to the end of the world, baby. Yeah. And then also, do you think they're going to try to bring back the off-Broadway Hermes King himself, This Is Us, as Chris Sullivan, now that the show is wrapped? I thought about it. And I was actually, like, that was the addendum I was going to make as far as, you know, Andre originated this, both on London, London and Broadway. Yeah. Um, and then we had several other Hermes before that, including Chris Sullivan, as you mentioned. I don't know. I think the interesting thing about this role is how different those two actors are. Very much. And there's, you know, there's obviously been other people too, like uh, Ben Knox Miller on the concept album and Kingsley Legs in Edmonton. Um uh, but yeah, they're, they're such different actors and therefore such different performances. And I think it's very fun how different that this role can be as a result. Um, so you don't necessarily, you know, we've talked in the past about how difficult it was to replace Amber Gray because you have that image in your mind forever. Um, since she was in since the off-Broadway run and Annie DeFranco did it on the concept album, but it is <sighs> essentially Amber. I know, still odd to me. <laughs> still odd, but satisfies my, li exactly, satisfies my little gay heart. Um, but we associate that role so much with Amber that it was like, how are we going to replace her? Andre Shields is, you know, irreplaceable in every definition of the word, but I mean, th this is the, it will be, in my head at least, easier to replace him in this role than it would be or was for Persephone. That all said, I mean, he's an absolute legend. He is brilliant. Mm -hmm. I've seen him, what, four or five times in Hadestown uh, live, not to mention how many times I've seen it in other right. <laughs> variations, we'll say. Uh, he is going to be greatly missed. I hope I can get to see him before he He's yeah. out because I mean, just him, his stage entrance to start the show every time is already the most electric thing every time I've seen I mean, it, including that. when, uh, including when we came back from the shutdown. It was like the yeah. first show or the second show that I saw, but like three days in to its return run. I just have that. So ingrained in my brain forever. I know. And the thing <sighs> is, I was, yeah, because I was looking at it already to go at the beginning of May, yeah. anyways. And then I was, I almost tweeted, 
like what is the best route because different shows do different things for ticketing yeah. that one specifically I actually have a blind spot for most of them I, I kind of know what the best route is and sure. I didn't tweet I put it in my drafts last night and then this morning was the announcement and I went mother oh, no <laughs> they're like you better learn real quick yeah. Truly. And I also want to say, I kind of want, can we like put feelers out for BD Wong? Can we do it? Oh, I mean, just the, an evergreen, evergreen generic statement. Please put feelers out for BD Wong. Like, I know he's busy. He's going to do uh, Mr. Holland's Opus. I'm just saying that this is, you know, it's a role that really sets the tone of the show. And I kind mm-hmm. of want the return of someone to Broadway that we've missed for a while. And I think that's what that's the route. Also, I just want more Asians on Broadway. But anywho, um, speaking Fact. of Asians on and off Broadway, um, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, more in casting news. So Hamlet Two star Skylar Aston will join the cast of Off Broadway revival of Little Shop of Horrors next month. Um, Aston will step into Seymour's shoes on May seventeenth, succeeding Conrad Rickamora, Chef's Kiss, who plays his final performance on May fifteenth. In addition to Aston, however, another person is joining Skid Row because Andrew Call from Grease Live and Groundhog Day—he's very funny. Um, he'll play a limited contract filling in for Christian Borel May third through the 29th. Of course, mm-hmm. we all know we got—we're here for. Christian oh, Pearl's well. arms because uh, he's returning on the 31st <laughs> because he's going to be busy. He's in Into the Woods at Encores. I know of it. And, and and maybe he's like taking a chill pill afterwards. Maybe he needs the break. I get a it. A little bit of a break, yeah, to go from doing Little Shot forever at this point. I mean, for years into a Sondheim show for a couple of weeks, which is already very strenuous. Yeah, give the man a break, please, God. Give him a break, but also so I can't wait to see. I can't wait. I was texting Matt today. I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to see Into the Woods so soon. And he was like, you're correct. Yeah. 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 And I see it the day before, y'all. You do? So, yeah, I see it on May 4th. Please. Come on. Oh, May the 4th be with you. I'm, I'm busy yeah, for night. 54, 54, 54. 54 oh, yeah. I mean, I'll be there. That's oh, just gosh. after. <laughs> that's just, at, that's just a 9.30 show, baby. You got a, a 6 p.m. Into the Woods show first. Oh, wow. So that will be scurrying on over. Um, this is another show I have to see because I still have yet to see Conrad Ricamora as Seymour. And it has been the greatest, like, thing that I have to do. And it just hasn't happened yet. You can do uh, it. But I got a couple more weeks. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Needs to happen. So casting is complete off-Broadway for New York Theatre Workshop and National Black Theatre's co-production of Dreaming Zenzel. Uh, Previews begin May 17th at New York Theatre Workshop through June 26th. The musical is based on the life of South African music artist and civil rights activist Miriam Makeba. The cast uh, will be led, today is the announcement, uh, by Kakoma, Naledi Masillo, and Fomzile so Jola and more. So they're going to announce the rest of the casting, but for now, that's what they've got. And again, every time New York Theater Workshop nice. has exactly what I was like, going to say. Go. Yeah, exactly what I was going to say. You can't miss a New York Theater Workshop show if you can avoid it. Oh my goodness. Truly. And Off-Broadway at Suffs, the new musical has extended a third time. And I don't know if it's because of demand, but also because of, you know, COVID changes in performances. But we will now play through May 29th, which is like the third announcement for May 29th that we've had today. I know. It's it's busy. It's busy. April's busy and May 29th is incredibly busy. Good on them for extending because they were completely sold out. And as you mentioned, uh, Shayna Taub especially had been out with COVID. They had to cancel their opening night as we already talked i forgot what day if they've already 
gone on sale. I know it wasn't the day that they announced it because we're a couple days late in talking about this, but they announced it and then said that tickets were going to go on sale. I think it's at some point during this week. So if you haven't gotten a chance to see Soft Switch, you know, everyone and their brother and sister and sibling has talked about, uh, you need to get a ticket this time. Yeah, you got to do it. So Don't now I'm going to run through, uh, like, okay, so I'm going to run through COVID cancellations on and off Broadway because there's just a it. lot oh going on. Yeah. And we can't, we can't be bogged down. So the Broadway production of Neil Simon's Plaza Suite has canceled performances through Sunday, April 10th, um, initially. And then the two leads, you know, Matthew Broderick and Sarah Jessica Parker have tested positive. We talked about it before on the show. So now they're extending mm-hmm. the show past July 1st. Um, first, Paradise Square on Broadway canceled through April 7th, right? And then April 10th. And now they're shutting down through April 15th due to cases of COVID in the company. And the production expect is expecting to resume April 16th with uh, both a matinee and an evening performance. But again, like we'll keep our fingers crossed because it's a coverage thing. We don't know how many people, but it's definitely a yeah. big chunk of, of their initial run before Tony eligibility. So I'm, I'm concerned for the, for that. Um, Lincoln Center Theater at the wedding has canceled performances through April 17th due to a COVID diagnosis within the company. The production is expected to resume performances April 18th at the Clairto Theater, which directly has affected yeah. Ashley today. Yeah. <laughs> Matt and I just talked about it on yesterday's show. What a busy show schedule I have this week. Um, and was supposed to see at the wedding on Monday night. Unfortunately, that is no longer happening, but I am hoping I get to still see it in its final week when it comes back. Exactly. So performances at Macbeth on, oh, can I say that? Is that like, am I supposed We're to say that? We're not on the stage. We're safe. Yeah. Okay. Well, sometimes people, people have gotten mad at me in public settings. So well, I'm just going to say performances of the Scottish play on Broadway continue to change as, um, you know, while we're recording this, we saw on Twitter, Macbeth will resume performances on Tuesday, April 12th at 8 p.m. The performance on Monday, April 11th is canceled. So we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed for them. Uh, due to an additional positive COVID case within the company, the first performance, according to Twitter, of A Strange Loop will now begin Tuesday, April 12th at 8 p.m. Um, it's it's. Challenging because I saw a couple of people having to change their Beetlejuice tickets to this. Remember we talked about it yeah, last week? Yeah, we talked about and it. And now yeah. they're not on, so I hope they didn't sell their ticket. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. It's, it's very tricky. I mean, we at least have that cancellation or the extension of like Plaza Suite that's now going until July 1st. But I mean, I've had others that it's just a matter of canceling performances. Like I doubt at the wedding is going to be able to make up an extra week or anything no. like that. It's just a very tricky time, unfortunately. And, you know, we've, we'll keep talking about it forever, unfortunately. Um, yeah, and as Eric far as- Adams, our, our mayor, tested mm. positive, and he's been running around to every single show giving these big speeches about how we're opening back up. And, and I'm just unmasked. Taking selfies with people, totally unmasked. And I'm just like, yeah. dude, like, read the room. Like, we're scared. And, like, so much for swagger, baby. <sighs> I um, mm-hmm. so just continue to, and I, and I've said this before, and I'm sorry I'm beating a dead horse, but again, this is. Nah really not the time for you to stage door unless you know you're getting the further yeah. away selfie imaginable because this is costing productions millions of dollars like you may not think that you if you're positive negative whatever even if you're negative like you don't realize the impact because it tells other people that they're okay to do it and totally. blah, blah, blah. so it's a trickle effect and so i just ask that you continue to keep everybody safe and yourself around you you said it ma'am so in a final recommendation that will make you feel something all the things yeah i don't want to say feel good because 
I don't think it's meant to make you feel good, um, except for Judy Kuhn's comedic performance. But Broadway.com got the exclusive music video from me today. I'll be frank with you. They got it from me. <laughs> they got it from Grace. <laughs> of, uh, she texted them directly. Yeah. Hi. Um, of Gun Song from the Assassin's Cast recording. I've been sitting on this one because we wanted to uh, put it out with the announcement of the fact that the physical CD is uh, available this week. So if you haven't Yay. already gotten it, Robbie Rizal. I, I am plugging him because I don't care. It's really gorgeous. As you should. Um, his booklet that he created for this album is so spectacular, and it was very special for me to hold it in my hands, um, the the physical CD of, of a Sondheim album. So... If you want to see the behind the scenes of, the gun so- of Gun Song, it's it's fantastic. Again, like the way Brandon Uranowitz leads you into oh the song God. with that is just really, really powerful. And um, so, yeah, enjoy that. I'll say it again. <laughs> Everyone is a genius in that cast. Can't wait to see them again for the gala concert. Yes. Oh, my God. You were able to get a ticket. Oh, you know I got a ticket. Oh had an alarm set for 12.55 p.m. the day the tickets came out. And me and my two friends just sat there trying to fill up our cart with three tickets at a time and then getting the notification, sorry, these tickets have already sold. Sorry, these tickets have already been sold. But wow. 1.01 p.m., it was a very stressful two minutes. Well, you know what? I'm glad. And, and if you're curious about what Ashley and I are talking about, Classic Stage Company is hosting a one-night uh, concert recreation performance, if you will, of Classic Stage Company's now four-time sure. Lucille Lortel-nominated production of Assassins at the Stephen Sondheim Theater on May 9th. Mm-hmm. Again, proceeds are going to go to the nonprofit theater, Classic Stage Company. Um, they're incredible. Their, their work is, is excellent. And so I hope that you, if you have the means, please attend this concert, donate to them, whatever you want to do, uh, because it's going to be a really, really special night there you go you can still get an orchestra ticket probably if you've got money and if you've got money hey spread it around to quote ashley's favorite show if you got it flaunt it flaunt it baby flaunt it (laughs) thanks for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at broadway radio and don't forget about our patreon that's patreon.com slash broadway radio you can find me on all social media platforms at it's grace aki ashley where can people find you you can find me on twitter and instagram at no this is ashley thank you guys so much we'll see you tomorrow Thank you.